Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting in the corner to my right, it's Daryl. Not surprising. I know. <laughs> yeah. you, you, usually I'm uh, saved to last. I know. Yeah, I thought I'd get you out of the way. Oh, thanks, mate. Sitting across from me, it's Dan. Hi. Hello, It's Dan. not like you're having this entire show dedicated to your travels, is <laughs> it? Exactly. <laughs> no, let, right, so you say this, let's not forget... Somebody that what isn't me suggested we call this podcast Daryl Cast, and I vetoed that. <laughs> well, you're looking confused, so it's not you. Yeah, it was. I'm well, guessing it was me. Yeah, yeah, it was me. Darryl Whether he was joking or not, it doesn't matter. The words came out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, at my keyboard. <laughs> I mean, you you took that stance, but I can reveal that your one of your ideas for the live show was the fact because you weren't going to be there was to just rinse you for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> I supply you with some material. Yeah. Be right. <laughs> Team sure, player. I, I was going to say, I'm sure the audience would have loved that, but like, yeah, quite a few of the audience would have got it anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. Well, maybe save it for next time when I'm there. Good. So, uh, we're we're doing your travel log, aren't we? If I'm there, because you tried to kill me. Well, I've listened to the podcast. If he makes it, right. <laughs> we we didn't actively try. And well, kill that you. was leading off the conversations we had before, which got cut because I made a reference to the Boeing. Uh, airplane things and we weren't really sure on the story so we cut it <laughs> yeah yeah i said i said we probably needed to, to get rid of that because like you <laughs> talked about genuine air disasters i think around the same time as you were in the air <laughs> i mean you're fine so it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to cut that yeah i was like it's a genuine story that's not the problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can hear it is accent when he talks he's an english man in new york and also his fiance what's a concubine i don't know, <laughs> I, don't know mate. I just wondered <laughs> is it a type of porcupine it's a really good converse song from their album right. jane doe cheers mate yes it's that one yeah it's my favorite converse song from jane doe my favorite's heaven in her arms wow. Let's continue i mean no concubine is definitely better <laughs> it's the best song and only a song <laughs> Dal, you you've been to, been to been to come on. Yeah, I went to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm offering you the opportunity to talk about it for a while. Yeah, what yeah. do you want to know? Uh, all right. Yeah, tell you something I learnt this time, which I, which I didn't know last time, which might blow your mind or not. I don't know. Is that all the streets are numbered in order? Yeah. Yeah. So it made things really easy finding my way around. I did not know that. Did you know that? <laughs> I must yeah. have done the navigating last time. Yeah, Yo, you definitely did. Yeah, you I definitely, did. definitely did. Yeah, you 100% that? did. I just oh, followed yeah. you. <laughs> I just kind of guessed that that was the case for some American cities, considering they're named like First and Second and Third Street and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, this is brilliant. We need to go to 50th Street and we're on 42nd. Boom, that way. <laughs> no, we've walked the wrong way. Turn around. It's that way. Yeah. You only have to get a block and then you've figured out if you're going the wrong way or not. Yeah, easy. Good. What else do you want to know? Uh, <laughs> any of the wrestling stuff? Oh, Why don't you, you start off with the first wrestling stuff. The first wrestling stuff. Well, the first, the first actual wrestling thing we did is go to a Target. Yeah. Uh, try and find Pete Dunn. Oh, you found it, did you? Spoiler alert: it didn't happen. Did you not? No. Right. No, the wrestling figure selection's awful. <laughs> I imagine it's because there was lots of wrestling figure, well, wrestling fans in New York at the time. So yeah, there was people posting pictures on Monday and stuff like that, saying went to Target and this was the they had an offer, and it's just a big empty shelf. Like, yeah, because there's like eighty thousand wrestling fans in that city. 
Yeah. And it's a big city anyway. Yeah. But I went to GameStop later in the week and uh, got a load of um, exclusive figures that you can only get at GameStop. No oh, Pete Dunn, but like some like um, I got Kurt Macho- Hawkins. No, no, no. Um, you get me on Amazon, mate. Uh, <laughs> Macho Man, um, and Honky Tonk Man, and Excellent. Ric Flair, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mint. Yeah. Oh. Sounds good, pal. I could have got Shawn Michaels, but he's in his rocker's gear, and they're never going to make him out of Jeanette, are they? Yeah, then what's the point, yeah? No, because I mean, he's getting off with his daughter at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. It's not his daughter, so it's cool. Just because it'll do my head in that I've not mentioned this, and Mattel have made a margin in the past with a match in Shawn Michaels. This is a different Shawn Michaels in different rockers gear that doesn't match. Yeah, you'd have to go the custom route. Yeah, but the marginator figure is really expensive because it's the only one they've made. So I'm not oh. buying a marginator figure just to rip it. Yeah, I, I dropped my microphone. How many times are you going to bash that microphone down? I didn't bash it; it came so, loose. Do you know what? It's just like it's like the second child. Anyway, when the first child's getting attention, oh look at me! I'm bashing my microphone over here. Just, just, just it came loose and I grabbed it. So yeah, that's, um, that's we, what she said. So the the next wrestling thing we did is we went to Brooklyn to um, get the New Japan tracksuit that I'm currently wearing. Yes, good. And then go to the WWE shop. We didn't have tickets for access that day, but I had it in my mind that we need to get to that shop first so I can get all the good wrestling figures from it. Right. If people haven't figured this out from the fact that we did the interviews, um, you, you were given like press privileges, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. obtained press privileges. Yeah. I, I, um, obtained them. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, that's it? what it's all about, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And who you lie to. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't lie to anyone. You just admitted no. certain truths. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. That's what I was. Uh, but that was Friday. Yeah. That. So um, we we went to the New Japan Matsuri thing, which it was in this really weird um, like location. Like you'd walk, you walk through a set of doors, and you were in like a room, but then you had to keep going through these rooms like in a long line right, until okay. so you eventually got to what was essentially two market stalls <laughs> and um a stage set up with chairs but we didn't get there when there was an event on we just got there just to buy the stuff yeah. um and then from there we went to ac- well to the shop at access the location right go on of uh access and the shop um at no point in new york did i fear for my life until i was in red hook <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're in the Red Hook section of Brooklyn, New York, yeah, and you see that bloke with the 13 coming, like, oh, there he is down there. Oh. Yeah. Um, is that an old plumper? No, it's Taz. It's little, little Taz, isn't it? It's Taz! That's still one of my favourite little pieces of editing. Yeah. That and uh, the first two or three seasons of Parks and Recreation. There you go. Because after season three, they stopped having the title pop up in time with the music, and that really bugged me. Uh. Yeah. Carry on. Um. So we, yeah, so we went to... Um, the nearest subway station is a 30 minute walk away from uh, the location of access luckily WWE put buses on but I still had to wait in Red Hook um, for these buses to arrive yeah yeah, I, I weren't, weren't happy with that I bet you all. weren't yeah so the next time we went we caught it from Barclays Centre instead because it's in a more gentrified part of Brooklyn gentrified <laughs> yeah it is though yeah. it is Yeah, I've yeah. been it's alright Yeah, it's got grass on it hasn't it it has it's weird isn't it yeah um, what'd you get at the shop then come on okay right. so I didn't swag out as much as because th- right the issue were we've we've gone quite early in the holiday uh-huh. and I didn't want to um, blow my load on all the merchandise early yeah as because usual. people have that issue and you yeah. don't want to have that issue do you so no. 
I thought we're going back later, so I'll get some more stuff later. Um, so I got the Finn Balor t-shirt with the uh, Statue of Liberty on it. Yeah, Statue of Liberty. A WrestleMania, I was there t-shirt. Obviously, because you um, were there. Some more wrestling figures. So there were Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy twin pack that I didn't have, so I bought that. Um, and there were some of the elites that I didn't have. Um, Nikki Cross. Um, Nikki Cross has got a figure now. Yeah, she got a figure, yeah. Uh, and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan um, as uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. What what accessories do you think they come with? Hammers! Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the mallets. They're not hammers, they're mallets. The, the hammers. Triple H's gimmick is intact. They're mallets. Um, but but a kill the other tag teams with hammers. Bought a lanyard and a little teddy bear. Mint. Yeah. Who'd you give the teddy bear to? Um, little Mo. Ah, uh, little Mo. He loves it. Does he? Yeah, it points it. It says hat. <laughs> it's got a hat on. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the, the little teddy bear. It's got the WrestleMania jersey and, like you said, a hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we went to the New Japan, I asked my lodger if she'd signed a long-term lease, and she said, yeah. Good. Well, yeah. That's good. good. We'll run with that. Be fine. Are, are we going to run with that? I mean, we're not going to run with that. You're going to run with She'll that. She'll listen, so it's all right. Be, yeah, good. Literally, yeah. Um, we... I listened to one of your po- podcasts uh, while I was away, while I was packing, and she was in and out of the room, and she said, oh, is it finished now? And I went, that's the first show you've listened to in full. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Brilliant. She was that, busy, though. That's at least one more than my other half listened to. So, uh, so then... My other oh, half explicitly forbids me to listen to... <laughs> so Friday is when... Uh, probably more interesting things happen so that's when more uh, interesting things just remember that lodger more interesting things is what he said did you call a lodger did you oh, well right. that's convenient oh he did <laughs> i didn't know oh, guess oh, she's listening actually, to this episode i literally forgot she's been on the show you, Callista, you, just remember you've called her worse to her face i have that was yeah. worse yeah. oh you, you don't know this no. um i'll drop a minute on the air oh it, don't no uh to be fair to him he was referring to me <laughs> but he said it in plural to us both <laughs> He called us a couple of c words. <laughs> yeah, I really did, and then I realised there was. A, I realised I was mortified. I immediately apologised to her. <laughs> I didn't apologise. I, I wouldn't apologise to you now. No. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so, such a mean thing to do. <laughs> <sighs> to be fair, I probably deserved it. <laughs> um, so then the um, went to the media event. So there was a. Um, media row type event at the hard rock cafe um which had the wrestlers that i sent you the audio for that the listeners can go back in the archives and listen to so it's like revival yeah loads of really good wrestlers on cesaro yeah so the way it was set up is um there was these uh, wrestlemania 35 sort of like boards that the wrestlers were standing in front of and i did film um the interviews but we're an audio format so we just got the audio but uh, i took my camera with me obviously to film it but i'd not agreed beforehand that i was going to be filming so one of the guys was knocking about that like from wwe the press guy but he wasn't my contact he came up to me and asked me who i was with so i told him and he went have you guys been granted filming privileges and i just said yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah so um Punked cameras down and we started um, filming interviews. Seamus and Cesaro. So, Seamus, I think, annoyed Cesaro because we weren't the first interviews. Mm. So, we got to hear what everybody else was asking 
and the kind of tone that the wrestlers were taking, that kind of thing. And I could see Cesaro... Well, I thought he looked like he was getting a bit annoyed, but at the same time, I don't know, maybe that's just how he is. So I, I weren't really sure. And Seamus kept asking people, can I plug my YouTube channel? Which, to be fair, I've not listened back to the Seamus one. Did you keep that in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Did, yeah. So you'll obviously, if you listen, if you listen to it, he plugs it on ours as well. So he, he asked who I'm from, so I told him. And he was like, oh, can I plug my YouTube channel? I was like, yeah, yeah no problem. Do what you want. So um, obviously he says something and I set him up so he can plug it. But I'm also bringing Cesaro into it, as you see. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking Cesaro questions, or asking them both, and putting the mic to them both. Cesaro's giving like one-word answers. He's staring directly into the camera at all times as well, which is weird. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know. I, I would say because I, I spoke to you about it, Graham, like privately, and that you were saying that you know sometimes like they have to do like a lot of these things, and you were saying about people promoting films, they yeah, do yeah, junkets, where... press junkets, you know. Well, yeah. this was the first event. Of WrestleMania weekend for them, they weren't on any of the press press events because I had the itinerary. They didn't. They weren't yeah. on it. They weren't doing Zumba with a uh, <laughs> with Titus O'Neil. Devastating. I'm I'm gutted you didn't go to that. I Mate, wish you'd gone to like, that. if it was on the Friday, I probably could have got, and it was more local. I'd have probably done it just just for this, really, yeah, for the sake of it. But like Thursday, I I had bigger fish to fry, didn't I? So yeah. like, I probably had to get yeah. do that. I had to beg the forgiveness of your quote unquote lodger. Yeah, I had to buy, buy no big fish fry, I had to buy a tracksuit. Ah, uh, yeah, of course, sorry. Yeah. Uh so we did that. That were that were alright, I think. I think provided some good content. Um I just want to say to this as well, I'm not probably not a natural interviewer, so I I, would, I if you didn't like it, I don't care. You say that, but you've <laughs> led on a lot of the interviews we've done. Like and we've not done many, but you've led on the vast majority of them, and you always do a pretty good job. Yeah, but, but, well, yeah. Well, you, you, you've you've led on these, Graham, but like, you've I, led on one. He's led on eight. I'm not looking yeah. for compliments. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, quite yeah, critical yeah. myself, oh, and I'm oh, yeah. oh, really bad. Oh, love me, love no, me. No, okay. no, I just said pathetic. <laughs> I literally just said to him, I don't care. I didn't say love me. Did I? <laughs> oh, love me. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the iconics one as well. Yeah, like the iconics seemed up for interview, and then uh, Casey Catanzaro as well. Yeah. Whose name I said correctly this time, unlike the interviewer you mentioned. Yeah, on, well, uh, unlike me, uh, which which will will break this fourth wall now. I cut it out so you guys couldn't have that bit of audio. <laughs> I got a name wrong, but I got a first name right. But then I said to it, "Look, I'm really sorry. I don't know if you pronounce it Catanzaro or Catanzaro. Look, I apologize." And she was she was sound because yeah. I apologized to her. She appreciated it was a difficult because name. out of the two names, that's the one that people might have trouble. Yeah, with. but <laughs> I took the time to ask her. Yeah, and then we did the interview. So, you know, that, and that was a good like yeah, both of those interviews but, I thought were really good. I definitely good. cut that out of the one you got. Literally, that's <laughs> if you notice, that's the only one that's in a different file format because I cut it. Yeah, and I was thankful for the different file format because uh, my studio computer doesn't like um, WAV files sometimes. Yeah, basically, that was the only one that was in the right format. You sent all the ones to the wrong one. Oh well, be right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they worked, but um, then Friday was NXT. Yes. Yeah. Which we haven't talked about on the show. Oh, yet. Can we just quickly talk about the revival? Um, beforehand, I was talking to a little bit about wrestling figures for whatever reason, and they were rinsing Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, and I joined in a bit. <laughs> and then, um, and then we we got to do the top guys <laughs> out at the end, yeah. which I enjoyed. Uh, I could I could literally see your face when I was listening to that, <laughs> just like yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you got to like rinse Zack Ryder with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, so we went to NXT. How was that for you? 
I enjoyed NXT. Uh, I, I watched the show live and I really enjoyed it. Um, the spectacle of WrestleMania... I know we're jumping ahead. The spectacle of WrestleMania um, was the best sort of wrestling experience on the holiday. The length obviously wasn't great, but just the spec, the whole spectacle, but the production, all that stuff. Yeah. But I think NXT was probably the best show that I went to. Um, Which is fair enough. Like you didn't do any of the indie shows or anything. You no. just did. Like you did. Well, one I, did, show. I did New Japan, didn't I? Yeah. Instead of Hall of Fame. So uh, on the NXT show, it's what specific things? Do you think? Clarify, Daryl doesn't own a Rasta hat. So no, yeah, no that. Um, so on the NXT show, what were your highlights and uh, the 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 main event? Did you enjoy WWE superstar Walter against WWE superstar Peter Dunn? I did enjoy it, but the I, WWE United Kingdom Championship. I just don't think the fans. Um, I don't know how it came across on TV, but in the arena, I think they took that as the pee break match. Really? Yeah, I, I saw a lot of fans leaving. Watching it live, I was a bit of the thing of like. It feels like I, I I took it more as Walt has muted a little bit. Like he's not he's not obviously not going to be battering people like he were like when he battered Mark Davis at Progress or anything like that. He's going to tone it down a little bit for WWE because you know they've got work again next day. But um, at the same time, like I thought it was a good match. I thought it was really solid match. But there was that aspect that it felt had muted, and everyone was kind of like, it the ending's inevitable. So it needs to be something special to take away from the fact that everyone's predicting that the title's going to change. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I enjoyed the match. Uh, obviously, I, being from the UK and seeing him win the belt. Um, no, I didn't see him win the belt. That's a lie. I saw him in the, tor- the first tournament. Um, and obviously, me, me and Graham went to take over as well. Um, of the bit, bit of a connection to Pete Dunne and Walter. Um, but I can see why a lot of fans in there are probably going, well, we don't watch NXT UK. We, we, we're not a fan of the European guys or whatever, mm. so we're not bothered. So I, I can see I can see why why they'd um, maybe switch off a bit. But I don't know how it came across on TV. Maybe it came across really well. I don't know. Um, War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricochet I thought were brilliant. <clears throat> they were still well, the War Raiders at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the current Viking experience versus... Yeah. Are they still the NXT Tag Team Champions? Yes. Not going to last that, is it? It's a good thing they don't have names. Is it not an NXT it? show tonight? Because uh, uh, as we're... They're better hope so, really, the, aren't they? The day we're recording the, this... They taped it, a few shows last I believe, week. Is it Velveteen Dream versus Buddy Murphy? Or is yeah, that airing they ta- They taped them all last week. Oh, okay. They taped like four weeks, I think. Okay. But uh, And then the main event, I felt, was it was a good match that became a really great match by the end. And it was... Predominantly on Adam Cole's facials, so I don't know. Like I don't know how much that translates oh. in the arena, but just <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> old enough to know better. But yeah, um, Adam Cole was fantastic in that match and really put over the fact that he cannot stop Johnny Gargano, and it ended up being a really, really excellent match. Yeah, maybe that the facials came across better on TV, oh. but. Uh... Facials came across. <laughs> the um, I give it five and a half stars personally. Would you out of five? Yeah. Well, that, this is a question. Is it the best WWE match ever? No. No, because Johnny Gargano had a better main event this time last year. Was it against Andrade? Okay. Like as good as this match was, I, the Andrade match I think is the best match he's had in WWE. Better than Austin Brett. 
the best match Johnny Gargano's had in no, WWE. No, I'm just asking is so it is No, it's not better than Austin Brett. No. Okay. Like it's a very, very good match, but Austin Brett was there's probably a bit of hindsight involved in that match as well, to be honest. But Austin yeah, Brett I mean, is like I never watched it at the time, and I still think Austin Brett is a better match than this. So. Austin Brett was an instant classic from the moment it happened. Just everything happened. This match, to get five and a half stars, and considering the other matches that have broken the scale, I don't think will be remembered the same as the other matches that broke it. Okay. Um, the ending as well, I thought, was uh, cool with Champa coming out. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it takes... Champa's heat. Also, it doesn't make sense. Like, logically, it doesn't make sense because what, like, wasn't half the point supposed to be that uh, it's just, it was luring him in all along and now ah, I've got you and now we're mates again. I guess it's... Even for Johnny, right, fair enough, but Candice. Yeah. Like, maybe it's that getting hurt again, he's had some time for reflection. Well, weak. In NXT canonical terms. Yeah. There you go. He's had some time to think about it. He's had all week. We actually and haven't like... talked about this show on the, on the show, yeah. you see. So, okay. like, you're basically... Yeah, because you did WrestleMania, didn't you, in did, under yeah. an hour? We did, yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, that's, one, that's one that... Uh, I bet you wish you'd done WrestleMania. To. Well, not in under an hour, <laughs> no, but certainly less time than you had. A solid three or four would yeah, have been good. Yeah, taken four. Uh, so what do you want to know about next? Ring of Honor? Slash we Japan? definitely want to know about Ring of Honor and New Japan because you were there. Yeah. So obviously we've seen well, a lot of sort of first-hand... I, I was going to say, sorry, before that, did, was there anything else in the day on Saturday that you did before the event? Or uh, I can't remember the... We, we did go to Access, but I think that... Maybe that was Saturday. Yeah, I think we actually went to Access on Saturday. Who, who did you get your photo with? Um, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yeah, right. I saw that one. So you, you have to... The way it works, uh, the way it works at this one at least, is um, there's the at the right as you enter the queue, there's a, like a video screen and it's got names of who you could get your picture with. And it said Gallows and Anderson, uh, Alundra Blaze and Cassius Ono. So I didn't. I thought you could just you just queue up and then eventually the queues will splinter off. What I didn't realise is you get your picture taken with the first one and they just move you down and you get your picture with all three. Oh. So, fine, I've got a picture with Cassius Hone and Lundra Blaze, whatever. But Luke Giles, Carl Anderson, they're the first first people you walk up to. So you have to um, give the person all your bags and stuff and they put them to one side, then you have your nice picture taken. So as I walk, as I give them all my bags, I turn straight around to them, put two two sweets in the air, walk up to them and say, how's it going, good brothers? <laughs> And they get double two sweeted. Well done. It's a, it's a shame you don't get a lot of time on those things because I'm sure that you'd have just talked about talking shop for like yeah. It's like why do you let Jericho do those silly voices and stuff on it? Yeah. Don't let Jericho ever just do don't that. Let Jericho again. be involved. He's he's just. I think they're secretly glad he's gone to AEW now. Yeah, but they're probably gutted because they're gonna have to go in a bit, aren't they? And they're like, oh, we're gonna have to see him again. It's like no, the awkward, they'll be able to do the person the pie that you just, you don't want to see. No, no, we had that conversation once three years ago. Now he thinks he's my mate. Oh, oh, hey, Chris. Hello, hello. Oh, yeah, that's a funny character. Oh, yeah, go away. What? Mm, yeah. I just hope it means they'll just start doing talking shop again properly. Yeah, like that. That's the main thing that I'd want them to leave the for, so they can do talking shop again. <laughs> I don't care about the matches or anything. I want to do Talking Chop again because it's one of my favourite podcasts ever. Burping and doing Austin impressions for an <laughs> <Yeah>. hour. <laughs> and just abusing Howard Finkel. 
I mean, not yeah, real Howard Finkel. I mean, but... yeah, let's talk talk about real Howard Finkel. Maybe, yeah, because, uh, I bet oh. you wish you did about Deathpool, don't you? Oh, oh, he's gone there. You have to edit that out if he dies in the next few days, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Ring of Honor, then. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going through every every match. On no, this you don't show. want to. The but... ring of the Ring of Honor contribution was horrible. Yeah. Uh, for for me, the show kind of was the open was really good, and then there was a lot of dross, and okay. then we got Naito and Ibushi, which was fantastic. And then we got the ladder matches. We went up to bed and I watched it the next day and I thought the ladder match was okay. And then I enjoyed the main event. So we, we were running late to the venue. Uh, we arrived. like I sat in my seat and Liger's music played to uh, give you an idea. Of, and, and it sounds like I'm making it up. This is where I get up. angry. I know. It sounds like I'm making it up to, to mess with you. But you can go back on my timeline if you don't believe me, Dan. I, I face, Facebooked it like I was like... So oh, we've, we've both seen Justin Thunder Liger in New York, haven't we? Yeah, Where did you see him? At the York Hall and that. sort of York yes, then, but is it is way. it the old York Hall or is it the New York? It, well, it used uh, to be a swimming York. baths. Yeah, so, well, there you go. So <laughs> yeah, so um, Liger comes out and he's all Japanese in a mask, isn't he? Yeah. And then uh, somebody else Japanese in a mask comes out. I genuinely shouted at the TV screen, <laughs> and I can't say because I haven't got the cash to right now to put into the swear jar. But I I, I, I went oh f off. Like I got really excited and then I realised but that wasn't even my worst reaction because when they had them square off in the ring together and I was there. So for listeners, the reason I love Japanese wrestling so much, the match that made me love Japanese wrestling was the Great Muta versus Jushin Funda Liger from the mid-90s. It is one of Justin. my it is one of my favourite matches of all time. And then it gets to a moment where it looks like they're the final two of this rumble and they square off in Madison Square Garden. And all I can think of is not that how amazing this moment is, that Daryl's getting to enjoy it in person. <laughs> and I did. I did enjoy it. So you think my reaction to you walking in in the tracksuit that I really like was bad. You wouldn't want to hear the things I had to say about you on Saturday night <laughs> to myself because Becky had gone to bed. <laughs> so it was just me screaming at the television. Brilliant. But then, luckily, someone took the heat for you because, uh, um, what's his name? Kenny oh, King. Kenny King comes in because Ring of Honor are trying to make him a thing. and it's. Uh... Remember when they tried to make Kenny King a thing 10 years ago? No. And he, and he ran off to uh, TNA instead. Yeah. And that's why Jim Connett hates him. Um yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's the re- actually no Jim Connett's not actually. That it was long. more than ten years ago because, or was it? Anyway, either whenever Gabe Sapolsky left, because his book of RH secrets had like a whole angle booked for Kenny King to make him the next big thing in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, to have him come in and ruin that moment. I mean, we're a decade on now, so no, I don't think no. we do see it now. Yeah, and it's especially not the case now. And uh, they were trying to get him Healy. I was just like, I never want to see you wrestle again. That's how bad this is. Like it's, this, this is like beyond X Pack heat for me. Go away, Kenny King. <laughs> great Muta though. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, Great Muta's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Muta. I'm never gonna get to see him live. Well, I mean, he's never coming to England. Is he not gonna? I mean, he had such a good experience the first time at RQW. Yeah, he could come back to York Halls. Look, this time we'll have people in it. <laughs> I don't think Kikataru can do enough good work to get him back again. No, probably not. <sighs> Right, I'm um, so, so jealous. Something else happened on uh, the Ring of Honor New Japan show, which I think a lot of people... Well, we didn't see it, did we? Well, 
I weren't sure what was showing on the TV. So they were doing the thing of not showing anything, but while they were filming the commentators watching it and saying, we shouldn't really talk about what's going on behind us. Let's try and talk about other stuff. Let's fill for time. But then Colt Cabana is just there, just crane-necking over to watch it all happen. And you can see in the background, um, Big Kaz, because <laughs> that's how his name's spelt now, with his arms up and everything, because he's ten times taller than everyone, because he's seven foot tall. and You can't, um, teach, that. You can't, teach, you can't that. teach that. You also can't teach consent, apparently, can you, you arsehole? Um, uh, whoa, whoa, I swear, Jar. First, first I don't, was it even him that was accused? No. No, no, it was the other one. Yeah. But he so says that let, stuff. Let's so. separate ourselves from that, because yeah. that's litigious slanderous he's not even dead allegedly nope. then okay what? I, I don't have good feelings right big cast big, big cast, cast didn't old... do anything like there that you go. No. exactly that's who you're talking about now no so but let's... no but the guy who said that catchphrase for Let, him let's just rewind yeah. a second to yeah let's rewind to to uh wednesday which was I, I landed in new york on tuesday evening and then wednesday i went to the baseball at the baseball take me out to the ball game i saw big cast and i'll and to be honest, I looked. So I was like, "Oh, isn't that nice that he's going out for a day trip?" Well, when it's WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> I did not think or expect that I would see him on any of the shows. You that really I was didn't expect to see him again, did you? You, you know, else who thought that? Tamatonga. <laughs> Have you seen his post-match interview? I, I've seen him launch that belt. Yeah. It, he, it, apparently, New Japan knew nothing about them doing that angle. <laughs> <laughs> and especially the Grills Destiny were quite annoyed that them becoming dual champions got kind of missed out because they were doing this angle and trying not to show that or the ring. So he was very annoyed at Ring of Honor and tried to destroy one of their tag titles. Yeah, so what we saw was there was a bit of commotion at the at the finish or just after the finish, but then we saw on the big screen Toro Yano. Toru Yano? Toru Yano. Toru Yano, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the IWGP tag belts. Oh, I, lo- I love it when he steals belts. <laughs> well, well, obviously we saw that, and, and I was like, but there's something going on here, which at that point I was like, well, that's not meant to be happening then, mm-hmm. the big cast stuff. So I was like, right. And then, because the, the punchers from my vantage point looked a bit stiff. So I was like, you know, that... Like, yeah, they- apparently to, to put over the realism, they were told to throw live rounds. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that was happening. Bully Ray came out, and um, do you remember that show when Robbie X did that flip off of um, the ring to the floor, yeah. and then then he, he hurt himself? And, yeah, because um, he was 12. And then the IPW locker room, <laughs> IPW 15 fans, the IPW locker room came out, <laughs> and then Darren Burridge fought him off with a steel chair. Yeah. And he said that, you know, his, his thing was, if I've, if I've got a steel chair... They know that I'm working because if I want to fight him, I fight him with my fists. So uh, bully, quality logic that. Yeah, bully, when bully no one Ray, ever fights with weapons. But <laughs> as silly as that might sound, the second Bully Ray picked that chair up, I'm like, work. This is such a work. <laughs> was he threatening with a steel chair for? See what I said at the time, where I I was airing to say I was like, it's weird that they didn't show it if they're gonna pay those two money to do this. So either. Enzo and Cass are stupider than I thought for jumping the guardrail at a show, or Ring of Honor are much stupider than I thought for hiring them in 2019. So, just to talk about the timeline of that evening, the Bret Hart incident had already happened yeah. by that point. So there was some guys in front of us that um, were saying, "Oh, Bret Hart, um, somebody attacked him at the Hall of Fame and all this." And so, like, because I don't want to look like an idiot and checking my phone with the line to me because 
I've been to a wrestling show before where somebody said that Stone Cold Steve Austin had died and it went down like Yeah, a... it went down the row, yeah. yeah. Um, Turned out we, that was we, a lie. We've also been to a show where some people went down the queue and talked very loudly about the fact that Hulk Hogan had flown in to be at a TNA Impact show in Manchester to see if it spread. And then at the end of the show, someone came up and told us that they'd heard that was happening. <laughs> Um, <laughs> got that. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a fun day that you we had when quickly, we did that. Wonder how quickly wrestling rumors <laughs> spread. You lie to someone loud enough in a crowd, it'll reach the rest of the crowd by the end. <laughs> Three guys, one of them cosplaying as John Cena with title, told people <laughs> talked loudly to no one at all about how Hulk Hogan had flown in for a TNA house show in Manchester, and people it got back to us. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure who that was. In terms of the Stone Cold thing, I still blame them for putting a Stone Cold video on in, what, 2008 or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it looked like he died. In fact, it might not even be as late as that. I bet it was a lot later than that. Probably 2011 or yeah, something. Yeah, probably. So, um, I checked on my phone quickly. I was like, well, it's true. Hmm. Obviously, that had happened. So then when, when this was happening, I was like, is it like a, like a coordinated sort of, we're going to try and disrupt the shows kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, you could see that. Like you could, yeah. you know, you could believe it. Like, yeah, yeah, but it turns out it wasn't. No, it turns out it was just a really terrible work. Yeah, Do you know they've yeah. still not even signed with Ring of Honor yet. Uh, I, I did know that because you told me yesterday, yeah. but I didn't know that yesterday. No. <laughs> I'd seen a thing where someone was saying the deals they've been offered are make them two of the best paid people there. Yeah, which is a thing. Like, there's a part of me that thinks, you know what, like redemption and all that, and they probably deserve a job, but. This was just stupid. It was so stupid in every it, way. Especially, just... like, take away the Bret Hart thing, which made it even stupider. Stupider? Is that a word, Graham? Yeah. I mean, you pronounce it stupider, but it's fine. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it, that makes it worse. But it's still a bad choice, I think. <laughs> this Ring of Honor is a long way from Gabe Sapolsky's Ring of Honor, isn't it? Oh, yeah. it's It's miles away. It, like, but we always said about Ring of Honor, like watching from afar. Like we didn't watch it every week and stuff, but we'd keep on abreast of what's happening. Like, oh, you know, if the young bucks and the elite all left, they'd be screwed, and they're kind of there. I mean, so um, at the beginning of the ladder match, the the point where I decided to go to bed was when Matt Taven came to the ring and climbed up the ladder and went right into the camera, and ha- how he said it as well. He goes, "Hi, Matt Taven." Like that, it was because it's like he got up there and he tried to shout it, but his voice just came out wrong because of the or like he was in Madison Square Garden, like as one of the main events, and he knew in his head he was going to win. Well, he he, he knew because people yeah. told him. So <laughs> I'm not going to make out like you know all that. Um, and all I could think of, the only reason you have to continually tell people your name, people aren't forgetting it. We just don't want to say your name because you're a bit boring. You had that good match in Doncaster with Jay Lethal, yeah, but apart from that, like, yeah. We just need to rewind to the back to the tag match just yeah. uh, to talk about PCO. <laughs> oh, so I oh say, my I, God. Somebody's, somebody's clipped all of his best bits on YouTube and I sent it to Graham. I said, if you don't watch any of the Ring of Honor show uh, other than Jay Lethal smacking a fan with a ladder, <laughs> this is all you need to see from the Ring of Honor side of things. PCO, man. So he has this mental entrance uh, where he's like on an electric chair and... He gets brought brought to life. Um, they power bomb, double power bomb him outside of the ring, <laughs> just out of the ring. Yeah, well, <laughs> not we the saw them lifting for. him, and I was just like, well, they're going to do a double power bomb here. This would be pretty cool." 
And then they turn round. <laughs> who, are they going with? who are they going with him? I like the fact that there's been a thing in Ring of Honor where he's tried to hit that apron sent on a load of times. He's never actually landed it on anyone. So every time he's done that move, the person's moved and he's done a sent on off of the top rope, slamming onto the hardest part of the ring and then to the floor. That's his choice to do that. And then this show, he's like, well, I'm hitting it this show. So I've got to replace that bump somehow. Powerbomb me out of the ring. We know we know to break my fall. Just just think about, like, I've pointed this out before. He was on the first wrestling show I ever went to when I was seven years old. Yeah, he's ancient, isn't he? Yeah, I'm 32 now. He was at the first show I ever went to. He's, he's in his 50s and he's taking bumps like that. He's a madman. I can't but appreciate the bloke, but <laughs> I, I worry. <laughs> it's... So the uh, New Japan stuff was a lot better on this than the Ring of Honor stuff. Like I said, Naito versus Ibushi was fantastic. Yeah. So Naito went in as the Intercontinental Champion, didn't he? Yes. Did we get a title change? We did. Thought we would. Um, what about um, the heavyweight title, mate? <laughs> I'm so sh- so. I know the answer to this one. <laughs> I know. I know the answer. Just to put this into context, they haven't done two title changes on first defences since 1991. <laughs> All I'm saying is, we called it. We called it. Two thirds of us called it, didn't they? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, what the I'm real saying, Japanese experts. Yeah. The real experts on New Japan called it. You know, yeah, some, I, I did not see it coming. Some people... The match I thought was really good. I didn't know if it was as good as their Wrestle Kingdom match, but I did enjoy it. The thing is, I would be really biased because I was in, in the venue. Yeah, you so were in like, the venue. So like, I, I, I try, I'm trying to be objective, but I can't, to be honest with you. Mm. Like, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I fully understand yeah. it. Um, but yeah, like him winning was a big shock, I thought, for me. But it makes it makes sense. It's just... Okay, where do you go with Jay White from here? Um, because Get rid of because he's rubbish. He's not rubbish. He is rubbish. He's, he's, he's rubbish. He's not to the caliber. He's not to. He's not to the in-ring caliber of the other big four. He's not an IWGP champion material, and that's me who is not a massive New Japan fan. But he's forever going to be on that uh, little video that plays. Yeah. See, this is kind of weird. He's basically I'm, New Japan's Xavier, isn't he? That's yeah, who he is. a little bit. I'm more. Like jealous of you getting to be there while they played that video, then I am seeing the title change, which is so weird. But that video is so important, I think, to the whole presentation of it. And it's such a cool thing to start off a title match. It makes you think instantly, this is important because no other company does something like that. So getting to see that video actually makes me more jealous than you seeing a title change. Yeah, but I never called the video. I called the title change. Well, you knew the video would happen because it always happened before IWGP yeah. title matches. Yeah. But that's the cool part. I'm hoping for the London show we get it, just so I can. If have it's the a title match. Well, everyone's prediction was that um, Osprey was going to be in the G1. He was gonna. He wasn't going to win the G1, obviously, because he's not a heavyweight properly. But he was going to beat Jay White within the G1. So then the title match would be him versus Jay White at London. But unless they change it again, which I don't see him hot shotting a third time now. O- Okada's got it for a few months at least. Um, I really think Okada had to win, though, to be well, honest. Well, his next title defence is... Yeah, he had to win, especially after that show. Like, I'd have called an audible before that match went out and said, yeah, the ladder match were a bit of a stunt show and um, the the Ring of Honor card, terrible. Apart from, like, we've had two really good matches. We need something big to finish with. Let's change the title. I'd have called that audible. 
I don't know if Jeff Cobb counts as a Ring of Honor or New Japan guy because I know he's wrestling for both. But uh, that that him and Osprey was a good match. Yeah, that was because I just want to say that because we we slagged the Ring of Honor section off, but um, oh, he was obviously he's Ring of Honor. And he was half of that match, and it was he was, he was yeah. good. Jeff Cobb's one of those weird ones where you see him and you think, oh, think of the bat- like hoss battles they could have. Actually, he's way better against smaller athletic guys because he can show off his athleticism but add the power into it as well. And the finish where he did the tour of the islands off the top and then picked him up straight away again, did it again. I really liked that, and uh, I thought that was a really fantastic match. Um, it was, So you had a match at the beginning, a match in the middle towards the end, and then the end match with the three matches of that show I thought were really good, but the rest of the card was a bit... And the rumble I enjoyed. It was messy as hell, but the moments were made it worth it. Yeah, Haku came out in all of his <laughs> gear, but then spent about 20 minutes taking it all off. Yeah. Uh, so the other bit you didn't get was the fact that um, when Yano came out, uh, I guess you were seeing it from your seats that he went over to Colt Cabana and said, "No, you go." Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, his commentary is great. Okay. Just because his, his English is okay, but he doesn't speak a lot. But he just adds stuff at the right moments where it's like, "So why didn't you take this opportunity?" He's like, "Colt Cabana's strong, no." <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> "I literally did the Yano post to explain what he's like." <laughs> Okay, yeah. so let, let's let's uh, move on to just to the back to the Bret Hart thing, and then we'll move on to WrestleMania. Um, Dan, how do you feel that uh, your number one McMahon uh, saved your number one wrestler? I mean, you saw it. You saw it in there, right? Your favorite McMahon, Shane McMahon, solid as a rock, was in there defending your favorite wrestler in the world, Bret Hart. The only Eddie person, Fair. the only person in front of Shane in that ring, yeah. was a. Uh, um, alleged woman beater Travis Brown, Travis Brown. Yeah. also yeah, went yeah. to save your hero yeah so I'm choosing to focus on two things first off the fact that Shane fact McMahon saved your favourite when Travis yet. Brown was raining down on the guy who deserved it um, like I hope he's getting some help now but for doing it at that moment he deserved a beating um, when Travis Brown was trying to destroy him and cave his skull in uh did you see who tried to pull Travis Brown off I did. of him? I'll let you tell him. Drake Maverick. Sport, yeah. <laughs> he ran in and tried to pull. Like, just, I've not seen them stood next to each other, but I can only imagine that Drake Maverick looks like a fetus next to him. Good old Spot. <laughs> so I've seen a clip. Um, obviously, there's loads of clips flying about, but there's one, and I don't know if it's from the network or if it's somebody with good seats, um, which after the commotion. There's still a lot of the wrestlers in the ring. I've actually not watched the Hall of Fame back, so like I said, it might might be a clip from the network. I don't know. There's a lot of wrestlers still in the ring, and they're just making sure Brett's all right and making sure Natalia's all right. Because let's not forget, obviously Brett got tackled, but I think Natalia took a bit of it as well. And and I know Brett's elderly, and he's had a stroke and all that, and he's he's recovered from cancer and stuff. So obviously, yeah, it's bad, but obviously Natalia did get hit as well. Um, But anyway, so the people are checking on them. And Spud... Ever the performer, right? And I, I fully, fully like understand why he did this, but it's funny. So he's he's looking around at Ray, and then he, he looks at the microphone, and he looks back, and then he looks back at it again, and he goes straight to the microphone. And he's like, "Pay that man no attention. Let's get on with the show." And I'm like, "You, Spud, you're pro. a worker. <laughs> he's a pro." Because that's what people... I mean, people can remember Dash Wilder punched him in the face. But, yeah, um, that was the second thing <laughs> yeah, I was focused yeah. on. Dash Wilder, as he's getting taken away, just goes, meh, bang, and knocks him out. But is Vince going to focus on Dash Wilder punching somebody in the face or Spud wanted the show to carry on? 
Yeah. Who's the real worker there? Well, Vince has got previous on the show wanting to continue when an awful thing happened to a member of the Hart family, hasn't he? Let's carry on. Let's carry on. I just want to say, I've not made the worst joke on the show. (laughs) I made one about Howard Finkel earlier. Well done. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's good. And that's impressive, really. So um, there was one other show on the weekend, at least, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Which I'm surprised you're here because it is only just finishing finishing now. But fortunately, you got the train, so you're not stuck in New Jersey. Yeah, that's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Literally, that shows you. it is, though, isn't it? (laughs) It is, because that shows you experience counts. Yeah. doesn't it yeah <laughs> literally I, I i saw ronda rousey's shoulders come up the three got counted the music played I'm like right let's go let's go music's played let's go I'll, and i think worst case scenario is i'll use my data and watch the end yeah. bit where she eventually gets the roll up again and wins because like, i can't i cannot miss this first train yeah so what was that reaction like in the arena because on tv it sounded Quiet. like it sounded like the air was just taken out the room yeah, quiet. Well, I say the um, room, the yeah. massive stadium. <laughs> Everyone was really tired at that point. You got to remember as well, we we had light shining in his eyes for a good portion of that show. So and he didn't finish till after midnight local time. Yeah, so like the I think it was the AJ Styles Randy Orton match. They decided to light all the crowd. That whole match I did not see. Yeah, so Randy Orton tweeted about how saying it's a shame he didn't get to see this great match. It was good. It was a good match. It was. I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. It was yeah. a good match. But um, actually, I guess they're not going to have another match now. That's a bit of a shame, genuinely. No. Nah. They <laughs> dimmed the lights. They were still shining towards us, and some people were still complaining, but they dimmed them enough so that I, we could still see. So I, I weren't that bothered after that. But um, what what did you ask me? I can't remember what I was on about. Uh, it basically didn't ask you. He just talked about his experience of the match, um, and mine because we saw it and yeah. you didn't. Oh yeah. Um, the are oh, the uh, Zack Ryder match when he won the belt that was a shame, weren't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. But you know, he's gonna lose it eventually, so, so I can't wait for that. Another thing on that pre-show which really bugged me was there was a moment you're like, oh, they're doing something with Sarah Logan now, only to not. D- did that? I- I'm guessing half the crowd just didn't care in the arena of that one. Yeah, most of them just sat me. Down. Well, most people weren't sat down, were they? No. So, like, I assume most people sat down by the start of the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and you saw the first match, and then you didn't see the second match explicitly for the reasons you've told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And they did that again later on in the night, didn't they? Blinded you. Briefly. Uh, yeah, but I can't remember what match it was now. It must have been a great match, whatever. Yes, yeah. I can't. I can't remember what match it was, but yeah. The... When when a show seven and a half hours, it's fine that some blended into each yeah. of it. <laughs> I'll tell you um, what bit um, I could see was uh, John Cena come out. <laughs> That's impressive that you're able to see that, Daryl. Well done. I'm glad I'm not the only one who had a Muta Liger like annoyance this weekend. Was it that bad? Um, not as bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't shouting at my telly, no. right? So, <laughs> really, of the two of us, mine was slight, but I was annoyed. Yeah, I mean, I explicitly said as much in the group, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, it came. It came out with my my home team jersey on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he he did a little rap, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Really glad for you. And you to a lesser extent. I, I got I got the uh, Greatest Hits tour, whereas Daryl just got the full... Daryl got the like, full-on Doctor of the The full retro style. I, I got the heel turn. I saw the John Cena heel turn. Yeah. You did. He yeah. said as much himself, didn't he? Yeah. Um, 
WrestleMania is really long, isn't it? <laughs> Not really long. I, so in the group chat, I was trying to like whenever we were talking about shows when you were there, I was trying to not be negative about anything I was watching because I was like, I don't want to affect Daryl's experience in the arena. Not that anything I say would affect it, no, I but I didn't, I didn't want to have like be like, oh, I hope you're enjoying it. I think it's terrible because that's not a nice thing. Um, but yeah, like the so during Randy Orton AJ Styles, I nearly fell asleep. So that's how bad I was already. And it was, what match did I get to? Um, it was after the, I think it was Samoa Joe Ray Mysterio after that match is the moment when I was like, I, I, I tapped out and I watched Wrestle it next day. So like, I can't imagine, like the allure of going to WrestleMania for me, but the type of person I, I, I'd get annoyed at the length of the show. Yeah, I think it is, it is an issue. And I've seen people say, oh, it should be over two nights. I, I just think that Vince needs to grow a set and tell people they're not getting on the card. That like, would be better, genuinely. Like, people cry about it. You'll have people like having temper tantrums in the locker room laying down. Yeah. But like, not everybody get gets on the card. Yeah. So, um, Minoru Suzuki was in the Battle Royal at MSG. I'm sure he would have loved to have had a decent match. But he got stuck in Battle Royal. Uh, how was... Kazanine Ayala in Madison Square Garden. Did everyone sing it and stuff? What's that, mate? His entrance music. Suzuki's music, because he's gone back to Ring of Honor, even though you're talking about WrestleMania. You're too late, Dan. No, no, he brought it up. Just he brought it up. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but I, I, I just thought to ask while you were talking about it, did, did everyone sing along to it and stuff? Because I can imagine that was cool, because it was muted on... No, net, on no, 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 not in my uh, section. No one sang it anyway. Shame. We were in silent section. We didn't have anybody teaching us how to. Oh, they knew um, you were there. Chance, so. We? So, um, <laughs> that was a problem. Yeah. You're allowed to stand up. Uh, I were. Ah. Yeah. I stood up. Um. So the, yeah, wrestling is really long, and that that's an issue. Um, when did you go and get food? When? Um. Well, we had, we had two food runs, didn't we? Because I were peckish. Obviously. So as soon before, like before we sat down, I went to get food. Yep. Okay. Fine. And then I went to get food. Um. Before the men's battle royal. That, oh, and then you, well, so you then sat there for the rest of the thing. Yeah, I sat there oh, for wow. the whole show. Yeah. Oh my god, Iron Man. Yeah, that is impressive. Yeah. I mean, but the, the the second food run, it was, it was more like, uh, chips because I'm yeah. American and Obviously. popcorn and things like that that I could like have in a packet and eat through the show. So I was I was constantly grazing Obviously. in case you were in case you were worried. <laughs> what, what did you did you eat anything when you got back to the city? I probably did, mate. But oh. I mean, I ate so much stuff. Oh. Dan, I had, I've told him this already, I had a milkshake, right? And it were amazing. It was called 4th of July milkshake, and it was red and blue. Red, white, and blue, but obviously mm. red and blue food colouring in it. And uh, the next morning, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> My poo were blue. <laughs> but I'd not put two and two together. So <laughs> I've... The first time it happens to you, it's scary. I've looked back. <laughs> to sort of admire my work and gone oh god <laughs> so i took the time to clean up and then i'm still in the bathroom at this point googling and you can check my search history if you want in fact don't uh but it says why is my poo blue and uh <laughs> luckily the person i was with is in the medical field uh so i went to ask her i was like look you might want to talk not want to talk about my bowel movements but i need to ask you this question because I might have cancer. 
Uh, well, I googled it. That was one of the things. Of course, it said cancer. It always oh. does, doesn't it? it don't matter. You've got you've got a sore throat, could be cancer. You stub your toe, cancer. But like, I googled it. And that's what it said. And then she reminded me what I drank the day before. I was like, oh yeah, good point. I forgot what I ate, and I had this exact same thing. And it took me a while until I'm like, no, I ate that thing that was filled the food colour in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's a good one. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's so much food. That's the, I think that's the first proper poo story on this show. It wasn't part of when we did the sleeves list for that brief period. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, talking I'm of poo, I'm wanna... glad we're not doing the sleeves list anymore. Talking of poo, do you want to talk about uh, Raw After Mania? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Well, actually, no, I do. I want to talk about one more thing, first of all. Right, well, so Kofi Kingston winning the title. Yeah. Was that the best bit of whole WrestleMania? Uh, For Daryl, it's getting out before all no, traffic the, started. For me... <laughs> The Cena bit was the best bit, but right. that was a very, very close second. Yeah, yeah. You see, was that it... was definitely the best match, 100% the best match. Yes. Yeah. The best reaction to a match, but in terms of moments... The oh, Cena bit was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hogan was good, though. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. But the fact that he uh, pretended to get the name wrong and then got the name wrong... I mean, that was wait, funny. Like... Wait, no, because obviously we knew he was there. He was at the Hall of Fame. I'd seen the T-shirts before, but still... Like Hogan coming out, whatever you think of him, whatever he's done, fine, not fine, but like you know, I I appreciate that, and I still don't like that he's come out and going, oh, I am a racist, and I just don't get caught doing it, guys. But that I don't think I've ever seen Hogan live. I think I would remember if I had. Yeah, I've never seen him live. And the music, the production, everything about him. Not everything about him because he's a bit of a racist, uh, but like his persona, yeah, it'll catch you in the moment. Like it, yeah. it, it, it was like we didn't see the Undertaker entrance at WrestleMania, obviously, as people were we saw that on Raw. But <laughs> they didn't have another hour to edit the show. No, no, but uh, I saw the Hogan entrance at yeah. at least up to the stage because he's got Zimmer frames, so he can't get that far, and that that was cool. But yeah, the Kofi Kingston definitely best ma- best match. A uh, really cool moment when he brings his kids into rig or yeah. Xavier brings them in, I think. But yeah, that, 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 and when they lifted the belt off and the other belt was underneath, it was cool as well. I bet you were especially pleased, as I was, that it wasn't blue. I was so happy it wasn't blue. <laughs> Same. Because I was like, when he I was... lifted that belt up, I was like, there's another belt under there. I could see by the shape. I was like, right. don't be blue. Please don't be blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. Right. Yeah. So Raw after Mania. Yeah. Um, a big quick, pile just quickly rewinding to Mania just for a teeny bit longer. The entrance ramp, I'd point this out to you guys on the night. They had like a little ramp at the side. You could that, see that on the telly. Could you yeah. see it? Okay, yeah. I didn't, oh, okay, I'll not t- touch on it then. Because yeah, I, I, I didn't know if they were edited around it and they just cut to people. And... I mean, they didn't. They didn't draw attention to it, but it was clear it was there. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Like one or two people came up from it. At points you could see. Yeah. Okay. So raw. Uh, I think WWE has bigged it up too much. Yes. Making Start it a thing. Up, yeah. Making it a thing. And call it the Raw After Mania and make it, oh, who's going to be there and all that. Sami Zayn, cool. Yeah. But he, he's he's not new. He's he's a returning guy. Um, Did a heel turn. Fine. That, it was entertaining. Cheers. Puppet. Oh, yeah, the puppet, yeah. Big fan of that. And then we got the Undertaker entrance, which, yeah. cool. Like, I, I, I did want to see that again. But I, I like on the... Facebook, by the way. Yeah. I love that Elias has started, whenever someone's going to interrupt him, he started doing a subtle hint that doesn't become obvious until the person comes out. 
because it's a quite obvious thing to say. The next person that interrupts me is a dead man. Right. I, I mean, that was quite obvious. That, that was, it was that obvious was most... when he said that we're going straight to hell in the on the video package before. Yeah. He said he said whoever he said something like if uh, it was send him straight to hell or something. The guy in front of me went, "It's Kane." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I know what section I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> You're in the "We'll keep you over there" section. Yeah. So um, I read that everyone was mad about. Sorry, I don't know if this is what go, you're going to talk go, about. Go on. Everyone's really mad about what happened in the main event. Oh, mate! Right, <laughs> I tweeted about it. Said it was chaos. I tweeted about it when there was only one beach ball. <laughs> 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 that beach ball. I don't know if that's the one that Cesaro got to, but he got to one of them. Another one appeared. He got to the second one. I, I do love the fact. That... Wait, another one appeared. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that the fans were like organized almost that they didn't start throwing beach balls out all the way through the show actually that it was waiting for yeah. that last moment like we know something's going to happen and everyone's kind of like i'm glad i brought this along genuinely do you know what i actually have quite an affinity for that because like it's that's better in my head if you're going if you're going prepared to ruin the show right and you're actually you just decide to ruin the show then yeah you are that sort of person and you don't yeah. deserve to be like given any sort of but if you're going right and you've got something that could ruin the show. But you go, you know what? I'm here to enjoy myself. I'm going to enjoy myself. And it's only when they ruin it for you that you go, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Beach ball, baby. <laughs> there, there must have been. Um, I don't know. I don't over exaggerate. There was under 10, but there was more than five beach balls. But never at the same time. <laughs> so the fans were very coordinated. They'd have one, throw that about. Different size of the arena. So it's not like they all came for the same guy. Throw that about. That gets confiscated. Look to your right. Boom. There's one there. That gets <laughs> confiscated. Look behind you. There's one there. And the the just just to mess with them. And like I was all for it. And usually I'd be against it. But I think I don't know. I think finish. Right. My issue was they advertised that title unification. Yeah. And I'm aware how wrestling works. I didn't actually think we were getting the unification. I thought we'd be getting someone, it's not my job to decide who it is, someone that interrupted that, it would be like, oh, this is Seth Rollins' new challenger, or oh, this is Kofi Kingston's new challenger. It, it's exciting. But we got the bar. <laughs> and I'd had a bad experience with Cesaro two days, three days previous <laughs> to this. So when the beach balls are tormenting Cesaro, you're going, yeah! Yeah, I'm yeah, loving it. Beach yeah. balls, baby! To the point where, if one were going to come near me, on a normal show, I would have gladly took that and deflated it and <laughs> ruined everyone's fun but i was gonna yeah. hit it back but it, it didn't come to me unfortunately <laughs> devastating <sighs> so overall good trip <laughs> we're all right yeah yeah 10 out of 10 would go again good are you going next year what's a mania or to Tamp- new york yeah but to tampa bay it's a bit art in it uh but well it's got a pirate ship though yeah uh, pirates though it's you don't want to mess with pirates i've seen that captain phillips don't want to mess with him. Uh, I don't think they're real pirates, if I'm honest. I think it's just fake pirates. I think they're just a football team, if anything. Paul Birchall? Yes, Paul. Actually, just <laughs> genuinely, I need to do this bit of research for next week. They're using a theme because they're still advertising next year's WrestleMania. Now, I assume that'll die down soon. You know, because like, they sort yeah. of advertise it well in advance and then it goes quiet and then they start advertising it a little bit again. But they're advertising it with the Pirates of the Caribbean sound alike. I mean, Paul Birchall's theme was a Pirates of the Caribbean sound like. I need to find out, and I will find out by next week, if the, if it is Paul Birchall's theme. Which is even better considering 
that gimmick was pushed for two for a week until someone pointed out to Vince, oh, it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. And Vince found out what Pirates of the Caribbean was and instantly buried him. I mean, it definitely lasted longer than a week, but okay. Um, but it, I thought you were going to say it's interesting considering the Pirates of the Gar- Par- Caribbean theme is a rip-off of Gladiator, <laughs> uh, which only happened because the director had scenes put to the, the music of Gladiator and went, that's what I want, get the guy who did Gladiator. Straight up. It doesn't Gen- surprise me. Genuinely, yeah. That's that you. That's a little bit Roland of... Emmerich who did. I can't remember. No, it's Gore Verbinski who did Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they 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 had a whole lawsuit on and everything, is what happened. Um, I think I genuinely read something about that theme being the Gladiator theme today. I was like go. reading stuff on Cracked on my lunch, and I think something was on there about that. So that's a cool little tidbit. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Tam- Tampa Bay though. It's, yeah, it was good Florida. Wow. Some people, evidently. So uh, it, it is. Is that it for us this week, or? Have we got something else? We got anything else to discuss or announce or Yeah. So um we've got listeners to thank for this, I think, in a way. Yeah, we do actually well Yeah. Yeah, in a very yeah, real yeah, way, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, like well the not to get too into it, but like the the wheels were in motion, but like s- slow motion. Like, yeah. like and the wheels were only turning in our garage. We'd not yet opened the door yeah, and started moving yeah, forward. Just for various reasons because I didn't want to be too intrusive. But um somebody and we'll say who it is in a minute, but somebody announced that they were doing an interview with a podcast. Uh somebody from the from British wrestling history. And uh some of our listeners and uh friends um decided friends first probably weren't they then yeah. listeners yeah that's probably a better way to say it isn't it? Well, entertain a third uh, <laughs> i'm a philosopher first rapper second yeah um manifest the message um it's a <laughs> don't because because <laughs> i learned a lot of john cena's um entrance theme again like relearned it in the hope that that booth was going to be there so i could do tenacious d tribute style i just bust out of it but uh, it weren't there um yeah, so they um, asked him if it was with us. And he said no, it was with whoever it was with. Um, I can't remember the name. I'm not trying to like throw shade at him. I just can't remember who it was. And it's uh, one of our sort of friends, actually, at Grapple Arcade. It's not okay. a podcast that you okay. And I then got a private message from said person asking, were you trying to get me for an interview? Uh, so I was just like, well... Not yet, but eventually I was going to ask you. And he said he'd love to do it. So basically, we got an interview without trying. <laughs> we just looked into that. Nailed it. And so this interview is with a person who is responsible for not only the thing that brought us together in the first place, but the thing that we've talked about infrequently throughout our entire run. And it is a big thing. We say an interview, we need to properly plan the format. Yeah. However, he has agreed to do multiple shows. Yeah. Um, and it shall we say it? Yeah. 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 So it's uh, Stephen Gauntley. Yes. Discussing the complete history of One PW. Well, excellent. I I don't owe you money. so if anyone wondered why Daryl was kind of cautious about throwing out that catchphrase on Thursday, yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, qu- question is, Daryl, will you have the stones to do it? 
<laughs> in that, front of the man who... The listeners have got to listen on it well, to there find you out. Go. So to understand just what a big deal this is for us, go and watch our live show where we talked about how important we felt 1PW was to British wrestling history. Yeah. And also... Listen mostly back to, shade, I should say. Yeah, listen to our 1PW Year 1 podcast and listen to any episode where we've referenced 1PW. Yeah. Because genuinely, it was a community that was built around the wrestling company that made us friends. And a lot of my lifelong friends are from that same community of people. And he created like what felt like more than a wrestling company at a time when wrestling wasn't a thing in Britain. Like FWA was dying off by the time um, 1PW came along. And it just hit the right moment for all of us. And he created something out of nothing. And it's, uh, it's a, it'd be a very interesting story, especially with the hindsight of 10 years on. I think not only that, he brought it to Doncaster... Yeah, um, that was the key for me. Yeah, and not a lot of good things come to Doncaster. You've got Pizza Express now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly now. But uh, I, I want to point out because Graham put this more eloquently than ever. Doncaster has got a lot of things that the people of Doncaster don't deserve now. <laughs> I'm only referring to the Spice Heads. They don't deserve it. Like a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't deserve it. But like you know, the non-Spice Heads, lovely, fine. Um. So yeah. So. We don't have a date for it. No. Um, we just know it'll be soon, don't we? Yeah, we just wanted to get the announcement out of there because he was keen to announce it, but we wanted to do it first on the podcast. So, um, yeah, we just want to announce it. It's happening. Um, we'll say it'll be sometime this year, but I can't. We can't really. We need to get our schedules together and figure out exactly the format it's taking. Um, but it will be the complete history, at least for Stephen Gortley's section. Of... So that's everything from the first show up until Working Man's Blues, which was in, twen... in 2008. Yep. Yeah, 2008. So that's three years nearly of 1PW yeah. shows to cover, and there's a lot of stuff to cover. And can I just point out, if you go back and listen to the Matt Hardy interview, <laughs> I, I do slip in a nice little reference there. I, I've only had one well. person come back to me and say, I love the fact he said Cruel Trust of Fate. <laughs> front of Matt Hardy, well done, mate. <laughs> So yeah, that, it's really cool. It's yeah, it's awesome, and we're excited for it. Aren't we? Yeah, for for like things have been said on this show in the past. Like it's a it's a big deal for us because ultimately, like Stephen got us all started in all this. So like yeah. yeah, it's it's cool, and I'm looking forward to it. As you should. Right. Well, that's it. I think you're done with your New York stuff now. Can you be back on this country? Uh. Yeah, if you want. All right. Right. Well, um, are, are we done with all the New York stuff, Dan? Or no, no, we're not, are we? Booyah! Because all that stuff you didn't go to, spend only time. Oh, I'm getting engaged. Whatever. Oh, Long term to... lease. I think no. we'll face it. I would refer <laughs> it. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's not mentioned that on the <laughs> show. <laughs> he just said the long term oh, lease. Don't want to make a big deal out of it, do yeah. I? If you want to send like cards of congratulations, I'll give you my PO box. I mean. <laughs> I'm not giving him my address, mate. Well, no, but... <laughs> not having this scum know where I live. Not... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I couldn't be at the live event, innit? Yeah, that's why. That is exactly why, yeah. We deported you. Because I heard the murmurs. No, we'll, we'll address this, right? I heard the murmurs when Graham eloquently said we're going to discuss 1PW. Went, yeah, shut up. Shut up. That's what we did. And we did a good job. Well, you guys did a good job. I went there. Yeah, you were you were Kevin Nash in yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. I don't forget also that Calista brings in ratings, so we need her back on at some point, clearly. so I don't know if she wants to come back on. But, uh, too bad. Just to point out, like I, I said the thing about that it was the most listened to show that week. It's actually our most listened to show since our Wrestle Kingdom review. 
So it's almost better than New Japan. <laughs> almost. Yeah. I think you buying that tracksuit has made it 50-50. Okay. That's the end of the Royal Grumble for this week. Don't forget to go to facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Don't forget to go to twitter.com slash Royal Grumble Pod. You can, go, you can find us on uh, Instagram at Royal Grumble Pod. Also, uh, also check out, check out uh, Because Words Matter on YouTube. You search for Breed Wrestling. Uh, you'll find us in there along with many other Sheffield podcasts. And that is it. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>